Shalom, shalom. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly Rav Cook podcast. I'm Aleph Lewitt. Each week, Be'ezrat Hashem, we will take a look at a different piece from Rav Cook's writings and try to break down the often long poetic sentences into smaller units and explain them as best as possible in plain English. Hope you enjoy. All right, so this week we're going to learn a very, very fundamental piece, really in Jewish thought and Kabbalah as a whole, um, and it comes up a lot in, in Rav Cook's writings. This is going to be one example where he addresses it, and that is the relationship between the journey and the goal, between the process and the end result, and you can pretty much plug that into any aspiration that you may have, any, any goal that you may have personally, familiarly, or whatever it may be. And we're going to start off with a little bit of a more lengthy introduction just because of the, the, uh, the extreme uh, fundamental nature of, this, of, of the concept, and then we'll jump into the text. So first and foremost, if we were to ask ourselves, which is the quote-unquote end and which is the means? Right? We have a, a means and an end, and we have two, two elements to, to any, uh, if, if you've set a goal. There's the journey towards the goal, and then there's the goal itself. So in all likelihood, we'd answer that the journey is the means. To, to the end, which is the goal. Right? I intend on getting somewhere, and uh, the journey and the process towards getting there is merely a way, is really a means towards that end. The goal is the end, and the journey is merely as necessary to get there. Rav Kook's going to teach us, based on uh, Kabbalah, of course, that in a sense, the inverse is in fact true. That, that really, the ultimate purpose and meaning is to be found in the process and in the journey towards the goal. In other pieces of a cook as well, as, uh, as other teachers of uh, Pnimi Torah, this is known as, this dynamic of journey and goal is known as Shlemut Hishtamut. Perfection, Shlemut, completion or perfection, Shalem, and Hishtamut. Uh, in modern Hebrew, a Hishtamut is something that a, a certain uh, program of learning that a professional might go to in order to um, to increase their their level of professionalism in whatever in, in whatever uh, whatever area they're they're working in. If it's a teacher, so they'll go to a uh, some sort of seminar or something to be to be mishtalim to from the same root as the word as the word shalem of, of perfection of completion, but in the reflexive verb form. To be mishtalim is to engage in actions which are moving you towards shalem towards towards perfection towards completion. Um, one of my teachers on this type of Torah, David Aaron, has a much more exhaustive treatment of this concept in a really clear, easy to understand English book, um, The Secret Life of God, where essentially his idea is as follows. And we're going to say this al regal achat, and we can uh, we can explore it later, obviously in other pieces, but just as a as by way of introduction to to the piece before us tonight. God is perfect. Now, in our limited perception, his being perfect implies that as it were, he has one specific lack. There's something that he lacks, quote-unquote. And what is that? The ability to do one thing. The ability to do one particular thing. And what's that? To engage in a process of becoming more perfect. If he's already perfect, then he, quote-unquote, is unable to become more perfect. Now, it's true that from Hashem's standpoint, from, from the standpoint of, of his truth, there's no problem with this paradox because Hashem is beyond the paradox. He's beyond the either or. He doesn't have to fit into our form of logic. However, the important piece for us, practically speaking, is that our 
lives, our contribution to Hashem's creation, to Hashem's world and, and, and dynamic which He created, is to be those people, to be those entities which are involved and responsible for becoming increasingly more complete, but never actually arriving at that perfect completion, which is reserved, of course, for Hashem Himself. Uh, as Rabbi, Rabbi Aaron coined it, if Hashem is the be'er who enables existence to be, to exist, we humans are not human beings, but rather human becomings, uh, reflecting this reflecting this idea. So that's the basic idea. Um, Rav Kook, after a brief introduction to the relationship between external behavior and internal state, uh, just as, a, as, his, um, as his way of framing the uh, framing the discussion uh, is gonna is gonna give us four sections. What we're gonna break down into four sections. In the first section, we're going to simply contrast two models of of attitude toward this. One that emphasizes the journey, and one that emphasizes the goal. In the second section, um, we're just gonna go on a minor tangent and explain why the goal-oriented approach is only a significant lack, a significant uh, um, thing that needs to be fixed for some people, for certain for certain uh, for certain people and how for other people a certain uh, engagement in the in emphasizing the the goal and rushing through the rushing through the process can actually be a positive thing in certain circumstances in the third section uh we're gonna just a short a short couple lines where where Rav Kook pretty much you know explains how Hashem trains us and moves us towards learning this sometimes the hard way uh if we don't if we don't learn it on our own and in the fourth and final section, we're going to get a look at how even if one is not on such a level of uh, of this journey mindedness, which as we're going to see is the is the uh, the intent of this of this piece to emphasize the value of the journey. Even if one is not on such a level, how there's something spiritually special about the physical rest of Shabbat that can that can address this and it can help us with this. And this is a piece in Ein Aya, which is Rav Cook's. Um, treatment of the Agadot in the Enaya, in, in, uh, in Yaakov, and on Masechtot Brachot, and most of Masechtot Shabbat. This one's found in the Gemara, on the Gemara in Masechtot Brachot at Mem Gimel which says as follows, the Al Yafsiya Psiya Gasa. And a person, on, uh, or in general, a person should not take wide strides. The Amar Mar, Psiya Gasa, because we learned that taking large strides removes one five hundredth of the of your eyesight, of the eyesight of a person. And how can a person rectify this and heal his eyesight? In the Gemara's words, it will return to him as his the light of his of his sight will return to him. In uh, at the time of of kiddush. On, on Friday night. So let's see what Rukuk has to say about this. First, in his brief introduction, external behavior of the body and its movements, obviously referring to the, the taking wide strides, this, this action, this behavior, morim al, it hints us, it clues us into to the inner world of a person. Not only does physical physical behavior clue us into what's going on in the inside of a person, but they also it also works in the reverse direction. 
that the external behavior has the ability to influence the internal state of a person. And now, as he moves into moves into this first section where he's going to distract, he's going to contrast these two types of people. He says that people differ on a whole slew of things, but one one um, category of difference that we can point to amongst people is the way in which they relate to means to a journey into a process, and that's what he's going to explain now. Section one. A person who has not reached a high level, a complete level in his intellect, in his character, and hasn't arrived at a, a uh, accurate, healthy relationship with, with knowing Hashem in his, in, in his self. His relation with Hashem, his grasp and his understanding of God and the world is not at the place where it should be, where it's meant to be, where it can be. This type of person, a person like this will see any dynamic of means and a journey and a, and a goal and an end as having an extremely vast uh, gap between them. To the extent that if such a person sets for himself a goal, he sets for himself a goal, for example, to uh, make a certain amount of money this year. For this person who sets that goal, this type of person will view the, the journey as being extremely, extremely heavy, extremely burdensome. And he won't be able to, to bear the burden of the, of the steps that are necessary in order to, to reach his goal. But he knows he, he has to go through the stages. He has to look for a job and go to work and or maybe invest. Or he has to do some sort of stages in order to to uh, to reach that goal. But he's going to rush through them. He's not going to be involved in them with any from any place of of rest and from from a uh, calm and focus. He's going to rush. Vnafsho lo teda shalev. And his, his soul will not know uh, calm. Uh, he even brings that example here of, the, of money. If he longs for acquiring uh, a lot of, of monetary assets, he's going to aim for a certain, certain number, say a million dollars. He'll have that as his goal. He will be from a lesson of Taiva, right? As opposed to a Chefetz or a Ratzon, which is a, a deeper level, more more nuanced, more maybe spiritual desire, a taiva is a word that's usually used in the context of something external, something physical. And that's why I use it here. Ya'veh, such a person will have a taiva, have a have a physical desire, lachtor b'chol oz, to drive with all his might, lahagia el tachlito, to simply arrive at that end, to have that million dollars in the bank. V'ha'esek ba'em tsa'im, and his involvement in the means to get there, there's something that he wishes he can do without. Wishes he didn't have to undergo that process and undergo that, that effort to get there. Be better off without it. From this type of attitude, it's such an attitude that leads towards, quote-unquote, taking large strides, rushing, wanting to get to the end very quickly. Because an inner soul, an inner psychological state that's accustomed 
to not investing in in the means in the journey. Morgelati gamke and letzayer kol matara. Such a such a psyche is also accustomed to what letzayer kol matara b'signon kazeh be'erkam shalem seim to identify and to to uh to describe and to to look at every single goal in terms of what type of means it's going to demand of him. Meaning a person like this may actually choose goal A over goal B because in his perspective, goal A requires less effort to get there. And he's even being being controlled sort of by his his uh, desire to not not engage fully in the effort on the journey. Al Kane, Yiyagatatsmo. It'll it'll be it'll be draining for him. He'll drain himself by taking by rushing, by running, to take these large strides, to run, not because, or not only because he just wants to get to where he wants to go, that too, but also to avoid having to deal with the journey. That's one, one type. This is the Adam Habilti Shalem, a person who has not reached a level of completion, and and uh, and a healthy attitude towards towards God and about Hashem. Amnam, on the flip side, Haisha Shalem, the complete human being, who realizes that his role, as we explained in our introduction, his role as a human being is that he he requires to he's required to engage in many different behaviors, many different actions. Yakir bekulam will recognize that in all these all his uh. All his actions and all his behaviors, he has one, one single, one single goal. V'hu ha'esek et shleimut nafshi min shleimut. Right. This is a radically different, different attitude. This attitude is one that yes, there may be all sorts of of uh, sub behaviors that I need to engage in on, on on the on the path on the journey. I need to open a bank account. I need to write up a resume, I need to look for a job, I need to interview, I need to work hard, I need to communicate, all sorts of actions. It says, Cook, all these actions really boil down to one, to one in this in this uh, higher level understanding and attitude, they really boil down to one thing, and that is recognition that all these things, or should we say each of these things, are contributing to uh, what we would just say is you know, building a character, building myself, building my my inner, my inner self, my inner world. That's really one of the critical points of this entire piece. The involvement in the process, in the journey, to get to the goal that you set, that should be chaviv v'ratsoi, it should be endeared, it should be precious, it should be treasured and desirable to a person. Mitzad atzmo. That's a really big statement. Mitzad atzmo. Not in as much as it allows you and enables you to reach the goal. No. Mitzad atzmo. In and of itself. Al-Kain hu tamid, such a person, mutzet tamid minucha b'chopulotav. He finds not a psiagasa, not a rush and a striding um, with uh, with large steps. Or, uh, or maybe if you're going up steps, it would be like taking two at a time and rushing up the staircase. No, this person is motzei tamid menucha. He finds rest. Remember that for later when we talk about how Shabbat is gonna is gonna is gonna address this. There's a certain menucha in all of his in all of his actions, all of his behaviors. Yalzen amar 
We've explored that in the past. Um, to know God in all of your ways, meaning even on those which are clearly a quote-unquote means to an end. And therefore, such a person will not take the, the psiot gasot, as we saw in the Gemara. So now that we've seen the two, we're contrasting these two, these two models, these two attitudes, we're going to move on to section two, where he's going to, for a minor tangent, tangent explain why this, this goal-oriented approach is only significant for some people. Now, he's going to be using two terms here, Talmid Chacham and Am Haaretz. Now, colloquially, and uh, the, the, the term is referred to someone who's more knowledgeable or less knowledgeable in, in Torah. Uh, I think the way Rav Cook is using them here is slightly different. He's, he's treating them as, a, as follows. A Talmid Chacham, which may be literally translated as a, a wise student, is the one who sees the ultimate purpose in, in life to be something otherworldly, to see this world as not the be-all and end-all, and that the physicalities of this world are not the source of his ultimate purpose and ultimate meaning. And in Am Haaretz, maybe, as you know, literally it is a, a person or a nation or a, a being of the Aretz, of the land, of the physicality of this world, is someone who's, whose uh, worldview sees his sole purpose as culminating with the fleeting matters of this world, of the Aretz. Okay, so that being said, let's see what he says. Alkane. This, uh, this dynamic, this attitude of wanting to rush through the journey is a gnai, is something, you know, not very, not to be proud of, not very positive for tamidi chachamim. Which is not the case. It's not necessarily such a bad thing for ameharet. Why? Since Amehaaretz, according to this definition, um, see their their sole purpose as culminating with the matters of Olam Hazeh of the Aretz of this world of the physicalities. Right, the fact that such a person, an Amehaaretz, is actually rushing through the journey, uh, actually, actually is a positive thing for him. Why? Because if a person's concept of purpose in life boils down to the physicalities of the world. And for this person, rushing through the journey is actually reflective of the truth, namely that this journey doesn't really matter all that much, right? If you have a valuable end, then engaging in the journey towards that is actually is actually valuable, actually builds that character. But if your whole worldview, um, your whole goal that you've set for yourself isn't really something of, of objective value and really just boils down to physicalities, fleeting physicalities, then to rush through that journey isn't such a bad thing. It's actually reflective of the of the lack of ultimate purpose in the goal that, that which, which you've set for yourself. And for this person, reaching the, the level of of really enjoying and really having minucha and in, in, in when engaged in the in the process is is beyond him. For such a person, for such an Amha'aretz, according to this definition, it's not such a bad thing to rush through the, to, rush, to have an attitude of rushing through the journey. Amnam. However, Here, Rav Kuk is just going to, you know, finish off this, this, what we call the second section with a, which a, taking a step back and just making a more general, general statement about this entire, this entire piece. 
which is as follows. Which is, which is as follows. The truth is, achieving the perfection is not in the realm of possibility for a human being. Let's read that again. The clear outlook is such that achieving the truth of the, of the, the ultimate purpose, the ultimate end and the ultimate perfection is what we, what Rivka calls minu'ah michoka damitziro. It is, it's built in that it's beyond us. It's built in that we can't achieve it. It's minu'ah michoka damitziro. It's beyond the human condition. It's beyond human beings to achieve that ultimate perfection. Alkane, therefore, zot hishleimuto. This is, quote unquote, perfection for a human being. And that is, chibat hakodesh shel ha'avodah Loving work that increases your perfection. Doesn't reach perfection, but it inches you forward, even if just a little bit more towards a higher level of completion. More than yesterday. More than a moment ago. More than you were in the past, and not quite as much as you'll be in the future, and on a on a never-ending journey. Twice here he used the word kadosh. He said it's a alken zoti shlemuto chibat hakodesh, right? That a person doesn't just appreciate the process and enjoy it, but it's a holy enjoyment. And then here at the end also he said it's chavivalo. It's it's dear to him b'niima kadosha, because the reason why the journey has value is because. That this person set for himself the goal of Kiddusha. Because the goal, right? That's exactly the difference between the quote Am Haaretz and the Tamit Chacham. So for this, for this Tamit Chacham, it is because the finish line, which, we, which he has set for himself, is Dvekut, is Kiddusha, is closeness to Hashem, is, you know, becoming one with, with, what, uh, with what Hashem wants, as we spoke about last week. Therefore, that is what uh, is what powers is what gives the the meaning to the journey. Okay, moving on to section three. How does Hashem uh, train us to 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 chop this and to get this and to, to to drill this into us, even when we when we don't get it, we don't understand this. He says someone who doesn't get it, and I don't know about you, but I'm guilty of this all the time, right? Someone who engages in the process. You know, just as a as a means, he says, you know, I really have this goal that I want to achieve, and I'm just gonna do what I have to do to to, to get through these these stages, these obstacles, these things along the way, just just so I can get past it, and just so I can get to that next that next plateau to rest. He's mistaken. He thinks that the goal is the goal. He thinks that the goal is the is the end, that which lies beyond this process of effort. But Lo Yavini doesn't understand that what's going to happen, what's Hashem going to, it's not really just Hashem orchestrating, this is, this is what's, what's hardwired into, into the world, and into, our, in, in, into us. He won't, he won't understand that what? Bivo'o elav, when you reach the goal, when you get to that plateau, when you get to that achievement that you reached, yushkaflo od chug gadol shal tachlit yoter Or in other words, there will be another mountain. Another mountain, another peak will uh, appear out of the fog and you'll realize that, yeah, you achieved what you wanted, but now there's something higher to, to aim for. 
until this person understands, or maybe this is aimed at at uh, training a person to understand. That the true source of pleasure and the true source of of uh, of rest can be found and is capable of being found in the avodava hishtamut, in the work, in the effort, and in the hishtamut, as we've explained, of becoming more than you were previously. In the fourth and final section, Rav Cook is going to tie it back to what the Gemara said, that a person who wants to rectify this, this, uh, this, um, this chisaron in himself, of being focused on the journey, a person, as the Gemara said, who lost his eyesight, and we didn't so much go into that, but the uh, the antidote for this, the Gemara said, is Kiddush on Friday night of Shabbat. Says Rav Kook, Amnam, however, even a person who has not achieved this level, who has not understood and internalized that that uh, that our obligation is really to invest and engage and focus and find rest within the process and within the journey towards Shlemut. Nonetheless, Mikomakom, the Zerah HaKodesh, in the holy uh, offspring of the Jewish people, meaning in Am Yisrael, Natna, or Nitna Segulat HaShabbat, we have a gift, we have a special uh, automatic power of Shabbat, Laotu Lebrit Menucha, which is a a uh, window of Menucha built in to the what we would call the kedushat hazman. It's there. It's uh, it's there whether we whether we do, whether we whether we like it or not. It's it's the, it's those twenty five hours a week, and that teaches us and that guides us to what lehorot to teach us. She'al kol panim yesh tzad siur ma'ala ramazo lekol yisrael. That whether you're at that level or not at that level, you're Jewish, and therefore you can tap into that that uh, that place of appreciating and and feeling that menucha every Shabbat. That's why the physical rest, the physical pleasure of Shabbat, found in its shalosh seudot, you know, kicked off by, by Kiddush on Friday night, as the Gemara said, is considered a mitzvah. This is that uh, that kedusha that he mentioned before. This is that menucha he mentioned before. Hamenucha vahiyidun heim maalot hayoter ramot. This calm and this this pleasure, this calmness of this pleasure of calmness. These are these are the highest uh, the highest heights. These are the highest uh, things to aim for, and they should be able to be found as we've said this this entire this entire uh, limud in in the in the journey itself. Alkein ha'ivaron shopsi agasa mahadir leik. Therefore, it is dafka the the beginning of physical enjoyment on Shabbat dafka, which is able to rectify, according to the Gemara, this uh, this chisaron. So we'll end as we usually do with a tefillah that Yehiratzon, that we should set high goals and we should set holy goals, and we should engage in all of the necessary steps in order to reach those goals. And we should be zochet to do so with menucha, with a calm, not with a rushed psiagasa mentality, but with a calm Shabbat mentality, which enables us to feel Hashem's presence, to feel joy, and to feel meaning, not just 
at the celebratory uh, achievements and ends, but in the process and at every stage of effort along the way.